Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts that are based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. What type of person are you? Besides your name, how do you describe yourself? Are you a healthy person? Are you a slob or a neat freak or someone in between on the tightness scale? Here's something I often hear people tell me. I'm good with faces, but I can't remember names. You probably have said that yourself. I hear it all the time. Well, how we think of and describe ourselves has a strong bearing on how we act and feel. If you believe you are a healthy person, then you probably eat well and exercise. If you believe you are a lousy public speaker, you most likely avoid opportunities to speak before a group whenever you can. And sometimes what we think about ourselves is true and sometimes it's not. Our best and uh, worst habits often define who we are, you know, who we say we are. For example, if you smoke every day, you probably say or think of yourself as a smoker, that it's accurate. If you run most days, you probably consider yourself to be a runner. Now, the list is extensive, though I consider myself to be a professional speaker, you know, that's what I do for a living most of the time. I'm also a father, musician, procrastinator, and many other positive and negative identities. Each of these identities influences my behavior. Does that mean if I change my identity beliefs, I'll change my behavior? Yes, it does. I have stopped using goals as my main inspiration for driving my behavior. I still have them some, but not like I used to. Instead, I have started using an identity-based model to improve my life. I've been familiar with this self-help technique for a while, many years actually, but recently it's congealed into something I'm using after I read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I highly recommend the book. It's a good, really good read and you'll learn a lot from it, I think. The author does a fine job of describing how to use this identity concept to create and keep new habits. This year, partly because of Clear's book, I'm doing something completely different than my past personal improvement efforts for a new year. In fact, I've already started. First off, I'm not reaching for any numbered or listed goals such as lose 15 pounds or get a number, certain number of clients and talks or I'll spend you know two or three or four nights doing something specific with my wife that she likes. And here's the details of what I'm doing instead. I'll give you some specifics so that you can just from this podcast or the article get started. I've been doing it since November, beginning of November. With that excellent results. I've seen definitely some improvements in different areas of my life. I'm identifying and reacting to various positive identities. That's the main thing I'm doing. The organizations need specific goals for a variety of reasons. Individuals, particularly in our, in our personal lives, we don't. Developing a system based on how you identify yourself can be a much steadier and powerful way to improve your life than setting goals. Because two shortcomings of setting goals, and research has shown this, one is a loss of inspiration once you meet the goal. A lot of times, if you do lose that 15 pounds, wonderful that you did that. And But sometimes why we don't continue is because now we've met the goal. Right? We don't have an inspiration to continue. And also, there's a lack of fulfillment before they are reached. So if you have a goal to get 
you know, so many of these things done and you don't get them done, that sometimes it can be disappointing on the way. You can't wait to get them done. You can still be the best at something and aspire to win a gold medal or create financial freedom by using positive identity. So you still can reach really cool goals. You still have to put in the time and effort. This is no uh, quick fix way to success. And I'm not saying goals are not worth pursuing. I hope you don't take that out of this uh, podcast. These goals are still fine to set. However, for me, after all the years of goal striving, using this method to improve my life is a refreshing change. And I, I think you'll feel the same way if you try it. Here's how it works in specific detail. List a variety of positive identity types you'd like to embody, such as productive professional or calm communicator. Then list what that type of person would do each day. For example, a productive professional would not check their Facebook constantly or email constantly. They, they, would have, they wouldn't do that if they were productive. And if you want to be a calm communicator, then you know you keep your voice low when you're upset. You're still going, even if you have an argument with somebody, you're going to keep your voice low. You're not going to holler out. You don't have to list every situation. That's a part of the beauty of this method of self-improvement. You can use it actively as a way to steer your actions. So you would say, oh, I'm going to go do this project. How would a productive professional do this project? Or anything. For me, how would a inspiring speaker act see and that's one of my identities i have a few others uh, i i'm a faithful friend i'm a loving husband i'm a diligent musician and i'm a conscientious consumer and that's not bragging i'm saying that's how i'm going to think of myself as so that i can develop habits that will fit into that type of identity a positive one of course this way of improving your life creates less pressure than standard do-better techniques. If I resolve to lose 15 pounds on three months, but don't reach the goal, I'll feel a bit defeated, right? We, I mentioned that something similar earlier. On the other hand, if every day I make a decision based on being a healthy eater, I will surely lose weight. And as long as I keep my identity in mind every time I choose a salad instead of a burger, I can feel a slight thrill of success. I, and I have, you know, by my wife bugs me about something, but I say I'm a loving husband. So how would a loving husband act? And I act in a loving way and, and surprises her, right? And I feel good about it right then and there. I've, I've already uh, had success. You don't have to trash your New Year's resolutions. You can easily incorporate this identity technique as a compliment to them. In fact, why not believe that you're a person who always keeps their New Year's resolutions? 